916 on the Mike Caldas Show. It's 1025 The Bone. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. But i got to be honest with you, probably not going to take any phone calls today. Uh, Chad Zumach is here. How are you, Chad? Hi, Mike. Oh, is that even is it on? Hold on. i got to figure that out. Talk again. Yeah. There you go. That's better. Mike, check one, no. two. There, there you go. go. Yeah, sorry. So, uh, Chad is here. Chad, are you with uh, Kevin this weekend at I'll, Size Splitters? I will be with him on Sunday. I'm actually in the uh, Boca Raton Black Box Theater this weekend. What is the Black Box Theater? It's, uh, it's is it nice? The, I, don't, I don't know. I've never oh. been <laughs> <laughs> You're fine out the hard way. Uh, Kevin's here, by the way. He just wanted to take a leak. Geo had to bring him in the house. Uh, I, I, Brian Callen and I were having such a good conversation that and, and he dropped an F-bomb. And I just kept going and didn't even bat an eye. I didn't even realize that he had said that. I know. I, got I heard. It. I heard you. I heard Carmen giggle, and I and I realized, and then I realized what he had just said. But uh, yeah, I didn't even notice. So he was great. Here you go, Mike. How, how controversial is this show? You got you got Brian, who's been me too. You got me with thirty four felonies. You got Kevin Brennan. Everyone hates him in the industry. This is a great show. <laughs> I. You know what? I, I want to. You think that everybody hates you, Kevin? Because that's not true, by the way. No, it is true. No, you think? I think. That you hate people, move that wire. There you go. I think you hate people more, and then they and you because you automatically assume that they hate you, so you hate them. What? <laughs> You're on the defensive because you uh, you automatically pretend you hate people because you think they don't. No, hate. it's just that. Listen, <laughs> I did a sh- I did a. It's just like if I tweet something. Yeah. People come at me so quick and so hard that I'm like. What's going on? Sam Morell came at me so hard and so fast. <laughs> I he I tweeted something because uh, he's he's like a baby. Yeah, yeah. And he's always <laughs> he, he, before the pandemic. He was always going like, "Hey, my breakfast at the at the Holiday Inn isn't hot." Right. And you, I you, did radio. I came back. There was no waffle mix. Wow. <laughs> I was like, I was like, when I started at the when we started in New York and me and Natal and Louis C.K. We we used to. We used to perform for like three people at the Comedy Cellar on a Tuesday. Right. They had they've had sold out shows for years. Yeah, they don't know These the struggle. Mark Normans and 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 uh, little Joe Mackey who uh-huh. don't even know how to feed himself. <laughs> so uh, so so I I tweeted something about because somebody uh, sent me a thing that Sam had done an outside show in Brooklyn and some lady took the mic. It was it was at some lady's house. Right. And then she didn't like what he was saying or she didn't like how loud it was so she. She took the mic away or whatever. So it was just a video of that. And I was like, I'm sure Sam's going to play the victim here. So he wasn't tagged in it. I didn't tag him. He doesn't follow me. He never comments on anything I say. Right. Six minutes later, he comes at me hard. Like what? Like hard. Like what? He says, how can a guy be so bitter and never written a new joke in 20 years? It's been 10 years since I wrote a new joke. So first of all, it's a lie. And then, uh, and then I was like, what's this? What's this? Like he wasn't tagged. I'm like. Do had do they is there like a Brennan alert where there where if I do something Judd Apatow did the same thing he I I commented on something he doesn't follow me we're not friends right he where he never comments on anything I say I said something about something about uh, about uh, the scene I was in and crashing he came he comes at me so quick I was like. What? Why? Why? And then is Pete he... Holmes was like, Pete Holmes was like, they were doing a, they were doing a, a DVD of a Crashing's third year, or whatever, and they were commenting, and then they got to my scene, and they were, and and then Pete Holmes goes, uh, well, yeah, Kevin was good in this, but I heard he was, I heard he came at you, Judd, 
blah blah blah. He, I heard he was. Uh, uh, we can't curse, right? No, please don't. I heard he was like uh, doo dooing on you, uh-huh. and uh, and Judd's like well, they were kind of mumbling because they were talking over the scene. So whatever. I was like. I, first of all, I was in char- I was a jerk on the show. Right, so if so I said doing... anything, I was in character. Yeah. But the fact that they don't, nobody says anything, except when you say when you chat when you call them out for any way. Like Sam, I just said Sam's a baby. He's he wasn't tagged in it. Yeah. Six minutes. I'm not even exaggerating. Six <laughs> minutes later, uh, Dave. I've asked Dave Chappelle to do the show to do my podcast. You know, because he's friends with my brother Neil and blah blah. Right. So I've asked him in person. Why I've asked. But him don't my- say it like that, Neil. You and Neil don't like each other. I'm wearing a Neil S. H. shirt. I see you are. <laughs> no, I'm wearing a Neil S. H. shirt because uh, uh, Stanhope said, asked me if Neil has AIDS when I, when he did a show. I'm like, Stanhope lives in the desert in Arizona. He doesn't even have Wi-Fi, but somehow he knew Neil had AIDS. So I'm like, so I'm like, we got to address this. The, this is Kevin Brennan. His brother is Neil Brennan, another successful comedian. They're opposite coast brothers. They hate each other, and we they're... don't hate each other. I, I'm just doing a bit that's working. Yeah, he hates you. He does? I think so. Oh. Now, now, uh, do you... He just talked about me on Fitzsimmons' show. I didn't see it, but people said that. What did he say? Good stuff? No, he was saying, he said he based his whole, uh, I think he he called it his voice, which is kind of G-A-Y. I don't know if I can say that. His comedy voice. His comedy voice. Yeah. Uh, was, on. was based off of me and Dave Attell. Well, me and Attell were friends for like t- 15 years right. when we started, you know. So, so Neil. So, I guess that's Neil's backhanded way of going like, uh, yeah, my brother influenced me a little bit, yeah, yeah, and yeah. or. But of course, he he had to throw in Attell. I've never. It's just never me. Right, right. Whenever people come to New York, you're like, oh, you and Attell are so funny. It was yeah. never like, and never, I bet they never said to Attell, you and Brennan are so funny. It was always like <laughs> Attell's the greatest, but they would never just compliment me uh, singularly. It was always like, who you, you and Attell. Hell are really funny. I'm like, okay. Listen, who? I mean, I took it as a comment, but I knew they weren't saying that to Dave because whatever. Anyway, Dave Chappelle uh, never, never, never would. I he gave me his phone number one time. Uh-huh. He was drunk at the comedy cellar or high, whatever. He's smoking. I don't know. Anyway, and you tried to use it. And he didn't no, so answer? he goes, he goes. Call, he it was just it was late at the comedy cellar. It was just me and him and maybe one other person or whatever. He goes, he goes. Why don't you call me? He goes, call me sometime. I'm like, okay, I don't like people's numbers because maybe I'll I'll send them a, a nasty picture yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. or lose my mind late at night and whatever. Anyway, so I I asked him nicely, and then um, and then uh, I said uh, I want him to do my podcast. I mean, I mean, uh, he he was when he won the Emmy, he won a Grammy or he won the Emmy in okay. September. Yeah, and I was having a bad run in September. And um, so, uh, so you asked him to be on the show? No, so I said I just texted him. I was like. Well, he made that speech about how uh, the the critics didn't like a show, and right. I hope there's a learning lesson for you all. So I said, "I'm like your your show, your special was called Sticks and Stones, and <laughs> you're and you can't take criticism." I so I I text him. I go, "You're you're." I said, "You win every award." And you still cry like a baby. I said, you're an entitled C-word. You sent this? I- I'll show you. No. I'll show you on my phone. You think I'm lying. Everybody no, else I, lies. I don't I, think I'm you're not lying. lying. I'll show you all my text. Uh, so I go, you're an entitled C-word. C-word. Did he, write, did he write it back to you? Four minutes later, uh-huh. if I ask him to do my show, he ghosts me. Four minutes later. He tell calls me a b i t c h. You can say. Uh, you can say he I don't even think he knew it was because he goes. He goes. I don't. I, he goes. I don't win nothing. I earn it. And then and then and then after the comment, a couple minutes after the comment, 
I think he realized it was me, and then he then he kind of liked my initial comment. He, right. he he put like a heart to it. So I was like, I think he's. And then the, so then I let it go because it was late. And then the next day, I I was like, I go, you know. Uh, because I was still a little mad, and then I'm like, "Oh, now I got his ear." Uh, so I go, I go, you know, people can't feed their family. Uh, Twenty million people lost their job, and you're complaining about critics didn't like your show. It's called Sticks and Stones. You don't. You, I said, "Grow up, man." Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, wow. I'm, even sometimes I surprise myself. I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. So then he goes, he goes, no, I know. He came back at that too. He goes, yeah, I know. He goes, I knew. He goes, I knew they weren't gonna like it. Yeah. And he goes, I, you know, blah. He goes, you're right. You know, blah blah blah. But I was like, don't be a baby. So my point is that comics are babies. That's that's no, but what. Don't you that's understand? That's what you learn. Comics are babies. You so have act, to. No, they act tough. They act yeah. like they're they're out street fighting. They're babies. Not Gary Goldman. He wanted to beat you up. Yeah, because he's 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 nine feet tall. <laughs> you're not. You're not little. I'm not Gary Goldman. No. Yeah. I, I didn't play football for – I wasn't a failed football player for Boston College. <laughs> he never played. Do you think – He was sad. He was on the sidelines. I, I think violence is wrong. I'm sad. <laughs> violence makes me sad. I might get a concussion. Do you kiss anybody's ass? You're going to have to be Chad, nice. because I some... need a ride. But why? That you. It seems like you latch onto the wrong people who can't help you out. What's Chad going to do? I said that. I have Bonnie McFarlane on my show. I go. I love her. I go. Every, every, I go. Everybody in this business uh, punches down and kisses up. She goes, "You're the only one who doesn't." Right, right. So I punch up and kiss down. Yeah, you like, were, you had the, you had to tell. I mean, you had uh, Chappelle's ear. I know. You were able to. You, there it was. He respected your comment for a second, then you just crapped it down the drain. No, I know because I know if I asked him to do something, gonna, yeah, yeah, like I, I whatever. I just did. I did. Yeah, I did dates with Louis. Uh-huh. And you know we're hanging around, blah blah blah. And then he goes. Uh, so then I I was supposed to do a show in Pennsylvania on Saturday. So I go I go <laughs> I go I go Louie because uh, I know he's done it before. Right. So I'm like if I uh, basically I'm saying if you want to do a spot because I know he's doing spots at the Comedy Cellar. Yeah. And then they closed that down the upstairs. So yeah. I I thought maybe he wants to do a spot. So he said if you want to do a spot that'd be great. Yeah. You spell every other word, oh. and, you, and you say that one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did they dump it? Yeah, they dump it. So, Sorry. So, All right. Well, so, well, we had to regroup. So, you, so he ghosted you, so you said, hey, maybe I should tell him to F off. No, so maybe I should do what I do normally with people and tell them, like, you right. know, blah, blah. But but me and Louie are friends, and I, and I also know that, like, sometimes he just ghosts me. Yeah. Not, not like. It's he not just, you. Yeah, he doesn't want to do it. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, want to yeah, do it. Yeah. He doesn't want to. And then, if I, then it, maybe if he comes back and he goes, you know, I don't want to i don't want to be like come on just and he maybe doesn't want whatever i don't it doesn't matter but but my mo is maybe like well maybe i should give him a piece of my mind but then i'm like i just I've he's been, the one friend you have i know and i've been doing a lot of dates with him yeah. and he's you know and and he doesn't need me he's got enough he's got enough to worry about why know? did why now how long like why does he like you he doesn't like a lot of people why does he like you? i think he liked me because when he first got into trouble what happened was uh, we were never that tight. We were right. always friendly because we kind of started together. See, I always assumed you were super tight because you were no. okay. So when we when when uh, I did uh, I did Norton's show when it was I think Opie was still there. No, o- no, but Opie wasn't there. But anyways, Norton and Sam. And then somebody had asked uh, Norton. And this is like in January, or whatever. Of the of, Louis got in trouble probably November, and then yeah. it was like two months later. So somebody somebody said Louis's name came up, and somebody asked Norton, "Have you?" 
spoken to Louie. And he said, he said, no. He goes, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll reach out to him in time. And I thought that was weird, you know, because him and Norton were tight, I'm assuming, because they did that HBO show. Yeah, together. yeah, yeah. So then I thought, so then I just texted Louie. I mean, I just texted Louie. I said, you know, I'm just texting you so when I eventually see you, I won't have to say I was going to text you. Right. You know? <laughs> That's good. That's so good. I made it like a joke, you know. And then, uh, so then, and then, but again, Louis never texts me back. Right. Like even if it, like even if even that he texts me back like a day later. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well at least he, I got the right number. And then uh, and then I think he liked. I think he appreciated the fact that like certain like when people reached out earlier than than sure. when it became like uh, okay to do it like yeah. proper. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I just thought it. I mean, it was it wasn't a slam on Norton. I just thought like. I just thought like. I, I mean, I know I'm going to see Louis eventually at right. the club. So I might. I, I mean, I want to be like. I mean, I'd done some dates with him and, and before that, but not a lot. Not like Joe List or any of that stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. but so I was like, all right. So then I think I think he appreciated that because, like, one of the clubs we did was in Canada. And we did Winnipeg. And he, he said one of the reasons he did it was because the the guy reached out to him, like, early on. Oh, he really? Said, he said, hey. He said he, he told he, – <laughs> He said, you know, if you want to come back, and, and Louis, Louis said, Louis joked when he was in Winnipeg, he said, when he, last time he was there, when the wheels, when he was leaving, the wheels went up, he said, I'll never be back in this town again. <laughs> but uh, that's how much he hated Winnipeg. Yeah. But the guy reached out to him, like, early, early on, so and I, felt, I think yeah. Louis appreciated that. No, that's good. Because I think, you, you know, like, you, you know, Louis said, you find out who your, I mean, everybody says, you find out who your friends are. So I, I just felt I just felt like you know he didn't do really anything you know no, to, to, so a, he said to lose everything yeah and I just thought like I mean I'm I'm not gonna I I, I had nothing to lose by reaching out to him I just I, we were always friendly right so. you were just being a good friend what what uh, now what how long have you known Chad Chad Zumach is here uh, Kevin Brennan is here Kevin is going to be at Side Splitters this weekend and Chad we've had uh, on the show a bunch of times and now he lives here. How is it that you two are so tight? Like, why? What is it the about? The funny thing is about Chad. Like every, I think I like Chad because everybody hates him. Like, yeah. I, I mean, it's 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 mind boggling. I like, like my, Chad. I was wearing. I I have a Chad's most Florida's most wanted T-shirt. I should have wore it today, but I wore the new. Let me. Chad. Chad is going through some legal problems right now. He was arrested, and that's still playing out. So Kevin gets off the plane wearing a Chad Zumach <laughs> mugshot T-shirt. Yeah, so um, yesterday before I was leaving, uh, you know, I mean, I, I tell my wife, you know, I'm like getting older. So I'm like, sh she cuts my hair with the pandemic. Yeah. So I didn't have time for a haircut, but I go, you know, uh, do my eyebrows and like do my ears on my nose, whatever. Yeah. And she don't like to do it anyway. So she's doing it. And then she's like, and I was wearing the Chad shirt. She's not good at it, by the way. You, I oh. could see. Well, no, no. I'm oh saying like, she, I could see where there was see, an If I was Sam Morell, I would have thrown my hot tea right in your no, face. No, I wasn't like, trying to insult you. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you say I don't look good? I'm ah. thin skin comic. I didn't, and I didn't mean that either. What I'm saying no, is I know she's not a pro. She's not a barber. No. Right? And I could see where. Where you know anyway, I yeah, know I why she want, doesn't want to do it. I just want I'm a saying. little maintenance, right? So anyway, so I'm, so so uh, I'm like I'm literally almost out the door. So she, so I'm wearing a shirt, and she goes, "Oh, that I hate looking because his, his his face was Chad's right in her face." face. Yeah. She goes, oh, "I hate looking at his face." <laughs> <laughs> wow, did she not like? So you? she made me close. She, she made me zipper up my jacket, so she would have to look at his face. And I was like, hard. "Yeah, let's zip it up," because I didn't want her to. Uh, Cut my, you know, cut my nose. Well, or whatever. I don't want to be bleeding yeah. on, at the at the airport because I would look suspicious. Get 
Huh? Will you go get waxed while you're here? I Would found you? a place. I went and I went and had them wax my nostrils and my ears. Oh, I thought you were talking about like a Brazilian. No, no, no. That's what the lady said. It was a Brazilian ex. I said no. That, I'm telling you right now. When you get older, that ear hair is disgusting. And uh, I went and waxed it. Now that's all I'm going to do forever. That's the easiest yeah, but how thing. They, how long does it last longer? They said like three months before it starts growing back. I, I keep touching my ears. I'm like, I can't believe my ears are so hairless and smooth. Wow. Because it's gross. Yeah, it's gross it, when you it get comes older. It back so quick. Yeah. Really. I don't know. It's, it, it's I, really you, weird how they like, it's like, it's like, is it nature? Is it nature's way of saying stay away from this guy? Where they just like. <laughs> probably. Where the guys with the big bushy. I'll even see guys on TV, like, you know, on, on CNN or whatever. They have these big bushy eyebrows. I'm like. Are you, are you doing that on purpose? Like yeah. nobody's telling you that's not a good look. That's what I say. I said no one loves that person. Like yeah. I, I always tell my brother-in-laws, note that they don't love their father because my father-in-law looks like a little kid trying to escape from his ear. His ear hair is ridiculous, and it's not my job to tell him. <laughs> right. Uh, so I'm like, I tell my brother. Whose job is it? My brother-in-law, and he, he won't tell him. Yeah, I'm like you. That's your job. You got to go tell him. I can't go in there and go. You got to you got to trim that down. Like I like my father. I could say to my father, your eyebrows are getting out of hand. But he's my father. You know what I mean? But it's, I don't know. Yeah, my sister said she went home when my parents were finally alone because they had 10 kids. When they finally, like, were alone, everybody was out of the house. My sister said she went over to the house and they were eating and they both had, like, food on their... Um, they just were, like, had food on their shirts or whatever. And neither... They weren't telling each other because they're, like, they had given up. They're, like, hey, you want me to clean up? Because my wife still tells me, like, oh, yeah, or my kids tell me, like, yeah, of Dad, course. what's on your face? Yeah, they're, like, you a little, a little jelly. How many kids you have? Two. Two? And how old are they? I can't really say. Uh, <laughs> they're going to come at me. The the the, the Illuminati. <laughs> they're going to me too you. Yeah, the the, uh, the the Qua- QAnon. Are they teenagers? No, they're they're not eight and twelve. I just wonder what that must be like. Well, your son's you. a fan of Kevin Hart, right? My son is. My son was Neil's in a commercial with Kevin Hart, that right. Chase commercial. <laughs> right. And and it's always like we we always watch a six thirty news now because the news is so amazing. Uh-huh. So whenever I'm watching it, it always comes on. So the first time Neil saw it, Neil's uh, Neil. I mean, uh, my son, he's he's eight, you know, but he's pretty savvy and he's he's like fans. He's like uh, he, whatever. Anyway, so he sees the commercial. He looks at me. He goes, "Are you mad that your brother's in a commercial and you're not?" <laughs> Oh, what? what a dick. And this is eight. I was like, yeah. Jesus. That's why I thought, like, I got to pick it up. Like, I really think I got to pick it up because... Now you're disappointing your kids. No, because my uh. son's going to... They're going to start having questions. They're going to yeah. be like, what happened at SNL? Yeah. Uh, you know, why is your brother... Why did your brother do the Chappelle? Like, I keep... Like, I tell him with Louie, I go... They go... Because uh, he, he likes basketball players, so he knows... Neil knows Blake Griffin. So he goes, well, do you know famous people? I go... Well, Louis C.K.'s kind of famous. And then I show him the picture, and I go, no, we don't know him. That is so So, uh, So it's a little, it's you know, and then then when I find out Dave Chappelle's, you know, friends with Neil, then, because everyone kind of knows Dave Chappelle after a while, because he's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's famous. So, and then you can, whatever. So, well, I I don't know. At one point, I thought, like, I'm going to, I'm actually going to divorce my wife to divorce the kids, too, because I don't want to deal with these questions. (laughs) Like, it's going to be like a package. <laughs> like, it's not just I want to get away from my wife. Right. I want to get away from the whole, Everything. The whole unit. Start over, yeah. Yeah. No, I just because I don't want to, like, because I figure if I see them two days a week, they won't be asking me about Dave Chappelle. Right, right, right. And Blake Griffin. Because <laughs> they'll be focused on where are you going to take us for lunch. So I won't be such an easy mark for them. Do you want to hear candidly what other comedians uh, would say about you? Because I do have some on tape that I'll play for you. Ooh. On your show? On my show. Who? I'll tell you when we come back. Oh. Are, they, are they mean? Um, 
I don't know. If yeah, but we just saw Brian Kellen. He was saying how I, 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 it's a, either going to be exaggerated because he was like, "Oh, you're a killer. I'm not a killer." But, uh, but, but. So, so, we'll see. so I okay. think you need to hear this then. So, all right. so all right. So first, let me tell you this. So Brian Kellen's scheduled to be on the show. Then I find out you're coming, and I'm like, "How do I do this?" Because they've already made arrangements for Kellen to be here for an hour and a half away. I don't want to cancel him, right. but I definitely want to have you on the show. You know, I'm a, a fan of yours. So I'm like, well, we'll just, well, I don't know if it could lapse over. I don't know how you get along. I don't know if Callan's going to try to beat you up when he sees you. Uh, I tell Callan immediately that you're coming in later. He was delighted that you were coming. He goes, oh, cool. I'll see him. Yeah, when he goes. Like, like normally I could tell when some people are like, all right, I'm going to bolt early. You know, they were, he was totally wow. cool. So he was genuine when he said, he said that you were a funny comedian. Uh, Kreischer was on the show yesterday, and I mentioned to Kreischer that you were going to be here. And I will let you. T- I will let him tell you what he thinks when we come back from break. Okay? All right. Well, I already know <laughs> what that is. All right. Uh, Kevin Brennan is going to be at Side Splitters. It's important that you know that because he is a last minute fill in for uh, Shane Gillis. His his date got pushed up because Shane Gillis had to cancel. And uh, why did he cancel? I, I, I heard. <laughs> I heard that he might have the COVID. He's got the vid. As I heard. No, he's got half vid. He's he, he's positive and negative. He he, t- he has two tests. One's positive. One's negative. So he, re- he doesn't even know. So he's he's. Fifty percent. Why is Dusty Slay doing the uh, the hearing <laughs> oh, capacity? Uh, so okay, so uh, Kevin, I'll tell you right now, is a great comedian. No matter what he tries to tell you on the show today, I promise you, uh, you will love seeing him at Side Splitters nine six zero eleven ninety seven or sidesplitterscomedy dot com. Make a reservation to go see him. Uh, I will I'll be take on a break the show Sunday. Okay, and then Chad Chad Zumach will be back here from the Black Box on Sunday. I'll take a break. When we come back, we'll uh, hang with Kevin and Chad, and we'll play the audio of uh, Bird for you when we come back. It's the Mike Caldas Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. It's the Mike Caldas Show on 102.5 The Bone. That we live in. You don't know what's going to happen next. Even Eric Brian Callen say they're going to come for your guns. I don't know if that's true or not, but people already have that mentality. That's why the folks at Shark Coast Tactical on Bee Ridge Road in Sarasota they are, they are constantly stocking up because as soon as they move it in, they move it out. And when all these people don't have ammo and you can't find 9mm and you can't find 223, 5.56, you can't find any guns, they got it. They got them all. They have hundreds of thousands of rounds. They're the only ones who have it, and you don't even need to be there to go get it. You can go to sharkcoasttactical.com, and you can buy it online, and they will ship it to you. And they have AKs. They have ARs. They have them all, and they have them in stock. I actually sent them a text the other day and go, hey, a buddy's looking for a uh, Glock 19, and I go, he can't find them. He's like, yeah, we got a bunch of them. They're the shop. They're the shop that's got a bunch of what nobody else has. SharkCoastTactical.com. Go to their website and take a look at it, and you can always go to their Facebook page. They're involved in a lot of the gun talk groups, and they are the reliable spot for ammo when everyone else is out. SharkCoastTactical.com. Now, in the studio with us is Kevin Brennan. He's going to be at Side Splitters all weekend. He is uh, there on Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday. And then Chad Zumach is here. Chad is going to be uh, out of town, but coming back and doing the show with him. Now, what? Now, where where are you at uh, legally? You're you're in, <laughs> are you pending? Are you good? Everything's pending, my friend. Oh, hold on, I, I, I can't. I never use that headset. So I got to just talk now. Officially. Check. Hey, everything is pending. Right. But uh, I like being controversial. I like the edge. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever? Do you now? What do you think, Kevin? You think he's going to end up going to jail? I hope so because <laughs> if he calls into my show once a week from jail, jail, that's 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 gold. You have to pay for it though. It's only collect care. calls. Okay, it's podcast gold. You can call this show too. We'll take a collect call from jail for sure. Oh, cool. Yeah, I hope that doesn't happen. Unlike unlike uh, Kevin, I think I hope you'll be okay. <laughs> I need the boost. Yeah, 
I need I need to build up my Patreon. Uh, all right, you want MLC podcast, MLC podcast on you on iTunes. What is MLC? MLC Misery Loves Company oh, podcast. Okay, yeah, yeah. If you want to listen to my podcast and the the MLC, if you want to buy my merch, MLCPod.com. Neil has AIDS. Uh-huh. Uh, Florida's Most Wanted. Chad Zumach. We got a good. We got a good uh, merch guy. Bill when Burr you- says uh, Misery Loves Company should be in the Podcast Hall of Fame. He don't even listen. I think he just goes from what Joe Bartnick tells him. Because <laughs> I, I texted uh, Bill Burr. I mean, it's so funny because, like we were talking about earlier, like I texted Bill Burr this week, ghosted. I texted Louie this week, ghosted. But if I say something bad, they'll get back to me in like minutes, you know. Uh, I, I just you. asked him a favor. I just asked, I asked him if he wanted to do our football podcast because me and Chad have a football podcast. Right. So, I so, know. Yeah, you I'm were sorry. To I was supposed no, to do but so I, I asked, ghosted us. I asked it. Uh, I asked him, and then he he goes to me. So it's like you you. I don't even take it personally. I mean, I take it a little personally, yeah. but I don't take it like crazy personally because they either don't want to do it and they don't want to even deal with not doing it. They just want it to like they don't want to do it. and They don't want to address it because because they don't want to get talked into it. Or I'm that way. Guilty. I'm that way when I don't want to do something. Instead of saying no, I just kind of blow it off because I feel bad when I say no. So I'm like, I'll just wait. You, you real quick. I'm glad you brought it up, but. Uh, I you Chad asked me to be on the football podcast, and I was I was honored to be asked to be on. And I said to Chad, I don't even know if I know about enough about football. He said, "That's perfect." I said, "Great, let's do it." And I just it was busy time. It was holidays, and I just forgot. And I was sitting in the parking lot of a Publix, about to get out of my car, and Chad texted me, and I went, "Oh, what a douchebag I am!" I genuinely felt horrible. Yeah, about but it that, was so. New Year's Eve, so again, like still, people, I agreed to do it. I felt bad. Now what do you talk? You know, and uh, you just talk like I. I love Joe Bartnick. I was on his hockey podcast one time, but I told Joe too. I'm like, I don't know enough about hockey to, but I, I guess I did okay. Yeah, but hockey's a joke because you know you don't. They're all Russian. You can't say their they're names. Not so. all Russian. Well, most of them they have weird names. You, they, you don't know who anybody is because they have helmets on. At least football's like. You know who the football players they're are. They're also wearing helmets in football. Yeah, but you know you know what Tom Brady looks like. You know what Antonio Brown looks like. You see these guys because they're like football's a more popular sport. Well, that may be true, but hockey's you're missing out if you don't love hockey. No, I love hockey live, but what you know? I mean, when you watch it on TV, it doesn't it doesn't translate. It's not as good as live. Because no. you can't see the puck. Yeah. So it's like it's like it's like it's like a fake news. Right. He has the puck. No, yeah. he has the puck. Okay, where's the puck? <laughs> Count the votes. Count the pucks. <laughs> Do you want to hear uh, Bert's yeah, candid? Well, that just, to be, to, to, the backstory of Bert is that Bert and my family, my mom lives near Bert's Bert uncle. Bert Yeah. In where? In, 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 in Pennsylvania, outside okay. Philadelphia. His uncle, his uncle, uh, Bert's uncle lives across the street from my mom. Okay. So, and then his, his I guess it's Bert's cousin uh, does yard work for my mom. He's bad at it. My mom, I think, right, had to fire him, him yeah. because he would always come late and you know, like all sleepy. Like he would, my mom would say, "Be here at eight. He would get there at ten thirty. He would be. Yeah, have his shirt off. Yeah, yeah. There's a Kreischer that maybe out drinking the night before. Yeah, it's hard can to believe. you believe yeah. it? All right, here Bert was on the show yesterday, and I mentioned that you were going to be on the show today, and we got into discussion. I'll let you. I'll let Alvin play. I hope I don't cry. It. He is a legit, yeah. amazingly yeah. talented comedian. I mean, amazing, like. Like, brilliant comedian. And I got to be honest with you, the truth is, that would never pay the bills with him in his career. Like, his just being good was, and he'll say, I'd love to be here his take on this, was never good enough. Just to be a great comic, a great, talented comic. But and it's, it sounds crazy, but when Kevin started talking trash about people, he started selling tickets, and people were like, I like this guy. Yeah. And you're like, yo, his stand up is also, like, and that's what's kind of crazy about what, how, how, 
careers work or social media works is like is like you know he ta- he trashes his brother a couple times and everyone starts <laughs> listening and it's like dude he also was when I started one of the top five comics in the city without a doubt he's one a, of the top David five favorite comedian see. <laughs> They got to throw a tell in there. Throw a tell in there. I, I predicted it. One but of the top five, and then throw a tell in. <laughs> Take the compliment. Uh, here is another clip. If you want to hear, this is uh, Bert talking about how he likes when Kevin kind of trashes him. He was trashing me on his show, and I listened <laughs> to him trash me, and I was laughing hysterically. And I was <laughs> like, you know, a lot of times you come on, and everyone just blows smoke up your ass, and then, but it's nice to hear someone kind of like he's like that machine stories. It's a lie. It's got to be a lie. <laughs> and you're like, and you're like, like I'm glad to hear someone say that because I was like, even I thought it was a lie at one point. At one point, when, I, when that girl came forward and was like, "This is a true story," I called the girl and I was like, "I told you it was true." And the girl was like, "I believed you." And I was like, "I'm just saying, I thought it was a lie at times." It was like, it, you know, it's, it's refreshing, but at the, at the same time. I, I think it's a bummer that his stand-up gets over overshadowed by it because he is legit. Like, I mean, if you want to go, like, he, I don't think he trashes people. I haven't been seeing his act in a while. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Friday. I'd go see him. I'd go see him in a heartbeat, man. Yeah, I'd go see him in Callan. That's a great weekend. So, so was it better than you thought it was gonna be? I mean, yeah, it was pretty. He was pretty candid. I, I mean, the thing is that. Uh, um, I was gonna address something that he said. Now I forgot. Oh, I'm sorry. But about the this this. The stand-up thing was that, um, you know, I was just telling uh, Chad and my wife that, like, I, I realized my, you know, people are like, oh, I should have got more, I should have had a bit more claim with my stand-up. But, like, I've been doing some shows with Jim Brewer lately, and, like, I watch Jim Brewer, and I'm like, I can't do what he does. But, and, and he's, because he's really, like, he, like, I don't believe in God, but he has God-given talent, you know? And he's also super physical. You guys are totally Yeah, but different. he's physical, but he's, like, but he's also funny. He's not just physical, but he's funny. Right. And, and he's just, and he tells, you know, and he basically, he's doing, like, new stuff, but it's, like, it's already good. He's just, yeah. he's just really good at stand-up. And then, you know, then working with Louie, like, Louis was always better than me. And so when I watch him, and, and then I'm like, okay, so... I'm starting to think, I, especially with the time off, I'm starting to assess my, my career more. And I'm like, okay, first of all, I have to, like, my, my podcast is more, is better than my stand-up because, I, I, you know, I don't have to follow anybody when I do a podcast. And I can do whatever I want. But my, sometimes I see my stand-up, I'm like, it's, I got to be more, like, expressive. I got to be more aggressive. Yeah. Because I my, my podcast you... is aggressive, but my stand-up should be more aggressive. But I think part of the problem is New York, you follow eight guys. They're all conversational. If you come out and you're like a jerk, they're like, why is this guy a jerk? So you yeah. fall into the trap of, I got to be conversational like everybody else. You know, yeah. and then you go on the road and they don't want that on the road. They want it more animated. They want, they want more of a show, you know? I, I, I think that's why, like, Stan Hope, when he would go out, he would play rock clubs instead of comedy clubs so that he could be that guy that he wanted to be. Yeah. I'm telling you, Kevin, I have no reason to blow smoke up your ass, but I saw you when you were at Louie and you were great. I, I, I think Louis was good. Louis was worth the money and worth going to the show and all that. And I, But afterwards, I was like, Kevin Brennan was hilarious. And I think it's because you kind of get used to seeing Louis, so you were used to that. And then you just you killed, and it's hard to do that. with, And it's hard to leave a show that you just saw Louis and somebody else and remember that other person. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but also I have an easier job because I do less time. Yeah. And, and I'm, not, I'm, I'm earlier in the show. Yeah, it's, it's not a reflection on Louis. You just did. You were great. You don't expect that other guy to yeah. be great. You know yeah. what I mean? Kevin, you were funny too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, uh, I mean, one time I went with Stephen Wright and uh, some lady came up. She goes, you were better than Stephen Wright. I go, 
Okay, well, I did eight minutes and he did an hour. Yeah. So, so, uh, but I appreciate. it. I'm just saying, like when I when I look at, I, I was watching a clip of a. Uh, of myself when I was doing that Comedy Central show that I did at Comedy Cellar. And it's like, sometimes I, I go, you got to be more like, because I'm, I'm on my podcast. There's no crowd there. I don't have to worry about like what they're, how they're perceiving me. Yeah. So I think from that, I'm getting more, I'm trying to get more like, loud, like louder, just more aggressive in general. Do you ever do this? Sometimes we do stuff on a show and the show, like I got, I'm like, I can't believe the show's over already. And then the next day or later in the afternoon, I go, what I, I don't know. What did I say today? Like I have to start thinking about what I said. I have like you get a, in a zone. Yeah, I have it. Like it's like after sex. I, sometimes after sex, I'm like I just I feel stupid. Yeah, because like I'm saying stuff to my wife. Like I can't. I like all this stuff. I feel like when we're done with sex, I feel like they're they're all lies. Right. I don't I don't <laughs> feel like playing. that anymore. <laughs> so sometimes after a podcast, I have that same like buyer's remorse where I'm like I didn't really mean that. Yeah, but, yeah. but I say stuff just to be shocking. But the, in Bert's situation. I mean, I just, you know, when I first started doing the podcast, Bert was already popular, but then he was started to really get popular. Right. And then he was like, and then it, it was, and I he did my podcast, I guess, it, maybe 2017 when the machine was like first getting out. Yeah. So I watched it and I was like, and it's, I was just confused because like sometimes he speaks Russian, sometimes he doesn't. And I just thought like, so I just like, it's just a, it's just, it's a, it's just a pack of lies, yeah, you know? Yeah. And then I, and then I thought it's probably not a pack of lies. He just embellished the story <laughs> to make him more heroic make and more, funny, yeah. or more like a crazy guy, more like a machine. And then, I, but then, but so then, but, but with that, I, I felt like Burke can take it because yeah. again, we're, we we kind of know each other and we're kind of family related. And also, Bert just—he's more of a laugher. He's not gonna—he's not gonna have a, a thin skin about it. Right, right. He like yeah, you know it. whatever you say about Bert. Bert's basically a good guy, you know. Where a lot of comics are babies. That, I mean, I'm not gonna—I don't care if a guy's insecure. Just don't be a baby. Right. I think when you have kids, you realize start realize my kids are babies. It's not an attractive look yeah. but when you act like a child. <laughs> so so if, so I realize I'm a baby too sometimes, but if like if I say something about you on Twitter, don't get like Bert took it the right way. But Bert's just like, no, it's kinda of like a compliment when, when they go after yeah. you. You know, it's like so so and then I heard uh, Tom Segura said like when I did Bert's show in LA Tom Segura was like why'd you even let him on your show like oh really yeah and it's like okay that's fine I don't know Tom Segura but Bert's like what you know why not I mean the guy's funny and I did get Bert in a little bit of trouble when I did a show because I said something about the guy who runs Netflix uh, Robin Crawl <laughs> yeah and then uh and then I think and which I shouldn't have done and but I was in a bad mood I didn't get any sleep and whatever so and and I was in LA and, and my kids were there it was a nightmare anyway so uh but yesterday I tagged someone asked me why don't they have a uh a, a comedian's of a Netflix comedian special with, with just uh, the comedians of OnlyFans, you know? <laughs> so I said, great idea, at Robbie Pro. <laughs> so I tagged them. So I'm like, because it's fun. It's because you're, you're supposed to be afraid. The one thing I'll say, you're, you're, you're most of the time, especially you start out, you're afraid of in showbiz. You're, you're afraid your agent's going to get mad at you or right. the club owner or another comic. You're living in fear. So I'm like, I'm to the point now, I'm like, I, I mean, I'm not like completely unafraid, but I'm like, there's no point living in fear anymore because it's it's not entertaining. It's yeah. not fun for me, and it's not entertaining for the audience. So it's like it's more entertaining if I'm just a, a gigantic uh, d bag. Yeah, yeah, can I say that? <laughs> you can say douchebag. Yeah, you're good there. Um, and the the other day, Kevin jumped to your defense. Did you see that on Twitter? When people are trying to get me mad at you so that you talk crap about me on the podcast, 
Uh, and I, yeah, and some I, trolls. Yeah, some but trolls. I thought you might have in a, because I blew the show off and I deserved it. Like, I didn't think you were really attacking me, but I thought this guy might have been interpreting you. say, oh, we're supposed to have Calder, but he blew us off. And I thought that's what he was interpreting. But Kevin came right to your defense. No, because I, I didn't want it to be something because it's like the one thing about my podcast is I promise I was like, I'll tell the truth as close as I can right. perceive it, you know. So I'm not going to lie. No. I'm not going to lie to my wife. I, I mean, I'm not going to tell. I'm like my wife with the Trump stuff. She's like, she's like. Like if I say something, she'd be like, "So which way are you lean?" I go, "Don't worry about it. The rent's paid. Is, or, is the cable working? Don't worry about it." I, I go, I'm, I'm, in, "I'm not interested in an aside. I'm interested in like what the reality is." So the reality is, Chad didn't say anything about you. Right. So this guy's trying to troll it, and you know, and you don't know what's going on because you didn't listen to the show. I was there. I, we didn't say anything. I remember I just said that. It was New Year's Eve. People are busy. They right. got to go buy liquor. They got to go buy food because everything's closed the next day. So I'm, I'm like, but if if Chad had said something, I would have said, yeah, but you know, whatever. I would, I, 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 I would have played along. But Chad didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Yeah. So I would have had the decency if I remembered to at least call you and say I'm sorry I got busy, but I did, it just left my mind. No, I, we didn't. It no, wasn't no. Like, so, but I'm glad that. Uh, but Chad will tell you. I the good thing about me is I will come straight to you. If there's a problem, like I, Chad and I had a problem, and I went right to Chad and yeah. squash it out like that. Yeah. That's the only way to do things. Anything well, else? That's, that's why BT was saying he's telling us all these stories. People are canceling or moving dates, and I said he said it to you. He goes, well, his agent did, uh-huh. which is so, which is so. You know, that's why you have an agent. But on some level, it's just tacky to me. Like, yeah. if you have a problem, go to the guy and go talk directly to the guy. Like, I can't do the date. This is why. Instead of having the, the middleman who who muddles the right, the be message. That, have to be that guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm always. I don't. I don't. I don't need the confrontation, but I'm not afraid of it. And and it'll. First of all, having conversation on the air is always good, no matter how it ends. And then most of the time, it ends good. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Chad and I, I was ready to tell Chad to, to go uh, F off, and then he and I talked, and, and at the end of it, I was like, oh, okay, I'm glad we're cool now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's, and then Chad goes and gets arrested, make it even better a couple of weeks later. Now we have endless amounts of material. Uh, I just want to keep just, coming on your show. That's that's why I did it. Yeah. Oh, I, I, <laughs> no, as far, as far as like, yeah, you can't beat that. 35 charges. No. You can, listen, and there's very few crimes that you can actually commit where I'd have to say, oh, "I got now, I got to turn my back on you." For the most part, I'll write out a, a crime. We'll see what happens. Well, I'm half Italian, so I hope we have that connection. Yeah, I don't even know. I'm to this day, and I swear with my kids, I'm not even 100 percent sure what you're accused of doing. Nor do I care at this point. I know it didn't involve kids or anything like that, and I'm fine. Yeah, so that's uh, that's okay. Anything else is on you. You're you're an adult. You can handle yourself. Yeah, that's why you can't get involved with kids because no one takes your side. Right. Yeah, that's a lose lose. Like even We're, in jail, they're like, ah, what a creep. We talked about this on the podcast. That's that's one of the things. If you have a good friend, if I have a really good friend and he's accused of doing a heinous crime, he's my friend first. I'm going to take up for him. Unless that crime is something with kids, then I'm like, hey, this is where I got to step out. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's never going to be working on my face. Even if he gets off, I was still the guy who was like, nope, uh, I'm sticking with the guy. You know, that's yeah. the only time that that's going to ruin a relationship. Mike, can yeah. I give you a compliment? Sure. I'm true story, and it's not me pandering either. Like a lot of comics turned their back on me after this situation. Right. You were one, of the, one of the few people that would, would reach out. Like and text me. Yeah, are you okay? And well, I genuinely meant, care that you meant a lot. Yeah, I don't want. I mean, look, you got enough. You got enough problems right now. The last thing you want to think is that people are now rooting for you to to fail or go to jail or anything. I'm like, hey, I don't. You know, I'm the comics bad. are so thin skinned They look like they're like, oh, he's a problem. Yeah, and then so that meant a lot. Like, because I'm like going through a mental. It's it's not. 
easy. When we talked, when when we talked that one time when we had the issue, we talked it out, and we. I said to you, I, I mean, I said, I said, look, I think that you have a, you have, your head has got too many things going on that's going to cause you to ruin relationships. It's you and Bert uh, weren't cool after that because you were. I got where you were coming from. But you didn't see where he was coming from, and that could be a mental breakdown for you. And, and if you sit there and harp on it, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. And you actually fixed that in my mind. Yeah, I think Bert still hates you, but it doesn't matter at this <laughs> point. You can you can move on from there. Uh, at least I gave him an apology. Yeah, look, that's all you could do. And at the end of the day, uh, if somebody still doesn't like you, that's, that's on them. I can't buddy. control it. Yeah, it's fine. You can't control it. You, yeah, look, I acknowledge what, what's going on and then move past it. Yeah. I am so glad that you uh, are here this weekend. I'm looking forward to seeing you, Kevin, do uh, comedy uh, at Sidesplitters, sidesplitterscomedy.com or 960-1197. Kevin's here. He's COVID-free as far as we know. And uh... <laughs> Kevin Brennan, 666 on Twitter. That's where all my links are. Also, I was said in my, my wife was said, I said this last time on stage, but my wife said, well, what if you get COVID? And yeah. now I'm thinking, if I get COVID while I'm down, I might, I might get tested Stay here today. For a while. Yeah, because yeah, I get quarantined for two weeks. And she'll be like, yeah. I'll be like, this, the governor won't let me leave, yeah, honey. Stay here, yeah. Have a good time in cold uh, New Jersey. Yeah. Because it's miserable up there this time of year. Because it's like, you're, it's cold. And it's going to stay cold. It's not like it's going to get nice quick. Right, so right. when it's January and and the, uh, the holidays are over, you just w- you're waiting, but it's a long wait, you yeah. know. And down here, it's like gorgeous. Uh, yeah, it, this is the perfect time to be down here because it's not too hot. You can go outside and actually do stuff. And, and then you can it. rub it in your your friends' faces who live in the Northeast, totally. or, or or Chicago or wherever. Uh, and we're one of the few places where you can actually go inside and see a comedy show, right? Uh, and and side splitters. They put in the uh, the air cleaners and they're out there wiping the things on. I mean, like they're going above and beyond to make. Plus, it's it safe. a great club. It's just like an old school, like you know, low ceiling. And, yeah. Because last night I was worried because I hadn't done a long set in a while. So, but but then you're and once you're up there, it's just it's I'm getting laughs early and then that calms me down. I'm yeah. like, it's going to be all right. It's like it's not going to be. It, it just because it, it's helped that it's like. When you get a laugh, it stays there. You know, it's not like these rooms where it's like it's like dissipates. Like, yeah, yeah, like it's a, gone quick. Yeah, yeah, it's like because it, people think it's stupid, but it's like a it's like a real thing where like if the laughs are contained, it just it just it's better. Yeah, you know? and uh, look, who's with you? Who's with them this weekend? You know, just a couple of dudes. <laughs> anyway, I'm like a I'm like I'm like a hardened. Uh, Prick, I can't say that, right? You can. Oh, well, anyway, no. But I tweeted. I go. I was. We, we did a video because I kissed the ground. I kissed when I when when Chad picked me up. I kissed the ground in right. Florida because I was so happy to be here. And I said the feature is. I go. Who cares? <laughs> anyway, no. Cause you get to a point where now I know how like Bert's and these guys feel who like are real road guys forever. Yeah. Because after a while, you, unless you bring your guy, you don't care. If a guy says to you, and this is something we talked about on the podcast, I say, if a guy says to you, a middle guy. Hey, Kevin, do you mind if I sell merch after? Do you care? No. The guy actually asked me. Oh, he did? And he's a nice guy. And I, he, was, he was funny. But, like, after a while, you like you just see it so hard to, like, get anywhere because there's too many comics, yeah. you know? So you just, you're like, what's this guy's, uh, you know, what's this guy's path to success? He's not black. <laughs> he doesn't, he's not a lesbian. <laughs> he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a, 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 a like, any kind of a, a physical impediment. So he's what not does a, he have? He's not in yeah. a wheelchair. He has no hook. Right, right. I mean, he's bald, but who cares? Bobby Kelly's bald. And, uh. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of bald guys. Bill Burr's bald, so get in the, uh, get in the uh. ball. 
No, getting the bald guy line. Right. I mean, there's a there's a lot of lines, you know. What you don't know who it is? Who the? No, I do know the opener. He's a Tampa guy. His name's Jared. No, Moore. I'm talking about the feature because the feature's selling. The feature came up to me and said, "You mind if I sell merch?" And then I laughed because yeah. I it was like it was like a throwback, like a throwback Thursday. Right. <laughs> like I remember when people used to ask me before the <laughs> pandemic. People used to ask me, "Do you mind if I sell merch?" One time, a guy in Minnesota, he goes, he says, "You mind if I sell merch?" And he sold five T-shirts. And, like, the last couple minutes of the show was selling. I'm like, you're opening a store. So so I wasn't selling anything, and then and then afterwards I'm like, what what are we doing here? Yeah. Is it, are we doing comedy? Or are we like traveling salesmen? <laughs> so uh, so then I said to the guy, I told my agent at the time, I go, just I go, it's uh, Matt Frost, he's still Bobby's agent. Yeah, yeah, I'm I like, know. I go, I can't. And then I I was the jerk. Yeah. Because then the guy, I think maybe I was selling one shirt. I'm like, the guy can't sell five shirts, and I'm selling one shirt. Right. Because, I, 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 you know, it, it looks make me, makes me look stupid. That's what Bobby's like. Bobby's like, if I have merch, how am I supposed to sell it next to this guy's Yeah, but store? if the guy has a store, and you right. have, like, one, <laughs> one little t-shirt. measly T-shirt. So I said, he can sell one if I'm selling one. But the guy wouldn't look at me the rest of the week. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. So, are you not going to look at me? Yeah. <laughs> If I would like to buy one of the Chad shirts, I think. Does it all go to his defense fund? Oh, yeah. Uh, wink, wink, <laughs> nod, nod. <laughs> it was theoretically, but, uh, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll th- I throw Chad some. You have to make your money back. I have to find how many Chad T-shirts sold. Yeah. I, was at, I was in Tempe, and Bobby Kelly was at Tempe, the improv. Yeah. And I was at the other club, and I came to hang out with him. And the feature act, he, I, I'm not going to say his name. I'll, throw, I'll tell you yeah. off the break. He looked at him. He goes, "You got merch face," and he laughed and he was upset, like he was hurt. What does that hate, even mean? He hates that. He hates. He hates when uh, we we talked about a whole thing when they come out with like a feature. It'll be like, "You mind if I sell?" Me? Yes. He's like, "Yes, I mind." I no, mind I get that. that they don't make a lot of money, yeah. and and they need the extra money. So I don't care. Like I don't like at this point. I I'm like I've. I'm not a podcaster who does stand-up, but I'm like, I just think it's stupid. Like, yeah. if you want to sell merch, sell merch, because it's like... And then I asked the guy after, uh, I said... Usually they announce it at the end. So I said, I didn't... I, like, I went to the bathroom. I was out I was out in the, at the bar at some point, so I missed his, his pitch. Because yeah. sometimes the pitch is, like, funny, and I can do a callback on it. Yeah. So I said, I said, do you... Did you do I said I missed your pitch and then he he kind of but with the mask on the conversations are always weird anyway yeah. the bottom line I think he was a little perturbed with me that I missed his pitch or <laughs> maybe didn't sell enough merch I'm like oh my god I'm like I got kids <laughs> I, I can't worry about you stupid uh, like you're mad at me too good get in line but I just it was such a I was like Mwah. it's all the waitresses and the merch I was it's just good to be back yeah, yeah. it's like it's like spring training for me like oh this is so welcoming all these stupid problems <laughs> the guy wants mad because he didn't sell his merch or he didn't I didn't watch his whole act <laughs> oh how could you not want to go see him Kevin Brennan at Sidesputters SidesputtersComedy.com 960-1197 uh, thank you for thanks coming Thanks for in, having man. us, yeah. for real. Uh, and thanks for always for coming on the podcast and stuff. Uh, go see Kevin. I'm definitely going to go. Uh, I think the late night Saturday night. One of these nights I'm going uh, Friday. Yeah. Uh, no, you see me. You owe me nothing, Mike. Uh, you owe me nothing. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll wrap things up, right, Galvin? We're done? Yeah, that's it. All right, good. Have a great weekend. And we will see you guys on Monday. The rest of the after show is up next. It's a Mike Caldwell show. This is 1025 The Bone. Goodbye.